So, I mean, wow, what a fantastic guest that has joined me today on Jackson Share Sports Radio. I'm being joined by the one and only Jawan Winfrey, uh, wide receiver for the Green Bay Packers. Jawan, you grew up in Englewood, New Jersey, uh, and attended Dwight Morrow. I actually go to Dwight Englewood, so that's how I connected with Manny. Um, before you went to the University of Colorado at Boulder, uh, you're 6'3", 210, as I'll, I'll round up those numbers, uh, 207, like you said. But as a senior in high school, I mean, you were ranked number 52 as a wide receiver prospect in, across the nation. And this was by scout.com. And when you were also named All-State, third-team All-State on defense. Jawan, you finished 57th all-time on Colorado's reception list with 49. And you didn't even play your full four years there, which is unbelievable. So great stuff. You were drafted by the Broncos in the sixth round, and now you're on the Green Bay Packers. So first and foremost, Juwan, uh, welcome to the show, and I appreciate you for joining me on Jackson Chair Sports Radio. Yes, sir, man. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Of course. So to start things off, tell me your background, your history. I mentioned some things. How did you get into the game of football? Um, I probably originally started like um, in the backyard with my boys. You know, Angle was a pretty close-knit uh, neighborhood, so you know a lot of the um, a lot of your neighbors become your friends. So, you know, that's where it kind of started for me, just playing in the backyard with my brothers and my my friends down the street. And um, we started from there. And then I decided when I was ready to – this is something I wanted to do and I wanted to actually play on the team. At nine, eight years old, I tried and uh, was on the waiting list, couldn't play that year. So I, had to, I started the next year at nine, wow. like my first year, and ended up being my best year ever. And um, it's crazy. And then and I was kind of just a start. You know, in Inglewood, New Jersey, um, hardworking parents, you know, they pushed me to work hard. You know, Inglewood is full of talent, so I had a lot of motivation. A lot of people who are, you know, showed what, what not to do, what to do, what not to do, you know, kind of clear path of, you know, what you need in order to, you know, be the one to make it out of Inglewood. And, you know, I kind of just used what I, what I learned through there, met a lot of the mentors, and, you know, here, here I am today. Totally, man. And I mean, you, you mentioned, you know, your parents have playing a big role. Did you have a specific role model growing up? Was your dad, your influencer, or, you know, both parents? Um, kind of both parents, but, um, they kind of led by example. Um, you know, probably a role model would have been, you know, maybe an athlete I'd say, but, um, you know, Randy Moss type, you know, there are a lot of role models I had throughout my, my young career life, but I mean, my parents kind of, you know, when you're young, you don't really listen too much. You know, you don't you think they they think they have all the answers. It feels like, but I mean, they did show me how how much you know you working for what you want, and actually just putting in the work and time and how it all plays out. You know, that's something that they they were able to instill in me. A hundred percent. And kind of moving things over to you know your schedule. I mean, Joan, you're the first professional NFL athlete on my podcast, and I mean it's interesting to compare. How is your, you know, schedule compared from high school to D1 and then from D1 to, like, the NFL? I mean, what's what's the main – the key differences that you see? Um, well, the biggest difference was the schedule from, you know, college to NFL because, you know, in college, high school is different. You have your classes. Your schedule is not too complex in high school, you know. You got your classes and you just practice after, after school some days, but – you know, you go to college, you got more in-depth, um, you got more football meetings, you know, you got hourly meetings, you got classes you have to attend to, study hall, 
So my days were pretty hectic, but then you get to the league and, you know, people think it's just all funny games. Like, like you're just, it is a, a fun game. At the end of the day, it's a game, but it's now it's your job. So you're there from like a nine to five. You're from like seven in the morning to, you know, 4 p.m., 3 p.m. Totally. And long day, like school. Like school, but I mean, it's fun. So that's kind of how my days move over to now. But I'm in the off season at the moment, so. You know, we, we have your own schedule. You create your own schedule. You do what you want to do. You know, you're free for a couple of months. But, you know, during the season, that's what it looks like. Right. I mean, are you just – you're waking up, like, working out? What What's that off-season schedule looking like? Yeah, off-season is, like, time for you to, you know, create – you know, find yourself. Find yourself, you know, hobbies, um, you know, other interests. So right now – I'm working out early in the morning, got a couple of sessions. And then after that is, uh, you know, I played a game. I'm trying to get into the streaming world. So, you know, I'm a big gamer. Oh yeah. Um, learned golf this year. Hey, okay. I just try to, you know, go out, experience the Florida. I live in Florida now. So experience, you know, what Florida got to offer. Totally. So Juwan, in terms of moving to your, your college process, I, you know, I pride myself on basically showing my viewers what the recruiting process is like. And I guess, like you said earlier, it's not all fun and games, you know, right? It's it's a game that's fun, but there's work that needs, you know, that needs to be put in in order to get to the point where you're at. So, I mean, as a four-star coming out of uh, high school and going to Colorado, and obviously you came 57th all time, That those are all stats. What's the work behind that? And how did your, what, what was your recruiting process like? Um. Our crew process was pretty dope, you know. Um, I always had a dream to be a four-star, you know, high recruit, 20-plus offers. Like all, that's all the stuff I dreamed of. And for it to happen, it was pretty dope. Like, it was, you know, you get pulled out of classes, getting pulled out of classes to go speak to coaches, you know, on high school. It was like, it was a crazy experience. Getting to travel and see different schools all over the country, you know, something you got to appreciate. But, um, Leaving there, you know, <clears throat> I wanted to, at first I kind of wanted to stay close to home. So I initially went to Maryland, University of Maryland, but, you know, things didn't work out there. So I ended up transferring to Colorado. And um, at that moment, you know, I was just looking for something new. And, you know, Colorado was it for me. And the work we had to put in, you know, my work, <clears throat> my workload and just overall work ethic skyrocketed from, where I was in high school to my first year in college to, you know, getting to the end of college, you know, just learning and being around systems and being around the guys who make it to that next level and seeing how much they had to work, you know, kind of helped me jumpstart, you know, my life and my career. Totally. So, Jawan, as an NFL player, I mean, what do you think about people calling it a business, you know, a quote-unquote business? Because, I mean, we talked about earlier, it's a game. Right, you're playing a game for a team, and it's a business that many people, you know, obviously GMs, owners, are take part in. So, what would you say uh, some aspects that you've experienced firsthand that have given you this idea of, you know, the NFL being a business? Um, the NFL is really a business. You know, it's production over production is, you know, that's the key. It's production over anything. You know, that's that's what they value in the NFL. You know. There's no hard feelings, right? but um, that's what they care about. You know, they don't care about your emotions. They don't care about how you're feeling. It's, are you available? 
what have you done for me lately? And, you know, I've been a part of that. You know, you get hurt. You know, it's not your fault that you got hurt. You know, you didn't get to prove your worth. But right. at the end of the day, you know, they got spots to fill. And if you're not available and you haven't consistently been available, you know, they're going to get rid of you. You know, no matter how you feel, no matter how good you may think you are. You know, so it's a business. It's a, <laughs> you got to be available. You got to do the right things and you'll be rewarded. Totally. And and how hard has that been, you know, working back from injuries? Obviously, you know, health has been an issue in the past and you don't get a chance to prove yourself. You know, like you said, NFL, they move on. How have you come back from those injuries? Um, I take it all as learning experience, learning experiences, you know, it's more of a lesson than a loss in my eyes. You know, because I learned something every time. But, you know, for me, it was just learning to figure out my body. You know, I didn't really understand. I didn't really know my body, you know. In terms of like knowing recovery, recovery is key. Like what you do after your workouts, you know, how you refill your body, what are you doing to your body? Are you icing? Are you massaging? You know, I wasn't aware of a lot of this stuff in um, college. So I, I had a huge workload and I wasn't doing the right recovery, which led to a lot of injuries. My body wasn't strong enough for the, the workload that I was putting in. So that's kind of what led to a lot of my injuries and just learning your body stretching learning you know what what you what you need and now i'm at the point where i learned my body you know i'm 26 i've been playing for a while now so you know i've kind of been you know good with injuries lately but you know that was a big issue definitely yeah so i mean playing you're you're 26 you've got a lot of experience on your belt how what would you say some of your strengths and weaknesses are and where can you improve and you know obviously you excel as an amazing receiver obviously yeah. at the at the highest level of football so um what what do you say were, are your strengths and your weaknesses? Um, my strengths. I'm a team player. You know, I'm a team player. I'm gonna do what I'm gonna work hard. I'm gonna be one of the hardest working guys, and I'm gonna do whatever coach needs me. Um, versatile. You know, I can play all different positions. Smart. You know, full athlete. <laughs> full athlete. You know, I'm a route runner. But what I need to work on. You know, I need to work on a lot of things, you know, just being more physical, um, owning, owning 50-50 balls, like being consistent, being able to run longer, you know, get faster. Those are some of the things I definitely need to work on, I'd say. Um, that's my goal this offseason. So, like, working – I mean, when you say working on, like, running longer, I mean, how do you – how would you do something like that? I mean, go for runs or treadmill? Uh, yeah. Um, in order to in order to really like benefit you got to really put the work in like in order to see the results you got to put the work in so you know you just go based off however you was running the season before the off season you know however much running you know if you feel that that wasn't enough now it's just amping it so yeah i have a trainer we do you know we do sprints throughout the off season but we're gonna have to really run routes in the off season really you know do routes back to back, you know, emulate like you're in a game and, you know, stuff like that. You got to really start to do like game, more game relatable stuff. So not just more so just going on a jog, but maybe doing plays and plays in a row in a row, you know, as you work out. Right. And, and, you know, I've heard this, I've interviewed a bunch of D1 athletes. Um, so I, I've definitely heard the phrase, you know, your body's your temple and you got to, you got to take care of it. Um, and I mean, that's, you, you've definitely learned that, unfortunately, the hard way. Um, but you, I mean, you've learned it at least it's a, it's a very valuable lesson to learn. Um, so 
what would you say, who would you say brings the pop and the spirit and the drive on the, on your team? You know, who, which out of all the players do you get along with the most and who brings that spirit? Um, let's see. That's a good question. I'd say Mercedes Lewis probably. Well, or Vesh. Why Mercedes? Um, you know, he listens. Every time he talks, everybody listens. You know, he's somebody that, you know, has a lot of knowledge, 17 years in the NFL. Um, he's not gonna get the he's gonna get the he's gonna get the team motor he's gonna get the team like focused, but Preston Smith is gonna get the he's gonna talk his shit, but but Mercedes is gonna get the team, you know, like this is not no game, straight business. So those are two of our guys, I say. Totally. And I mean, you're on a team where there's a lot of experience. You know what I mean? You got ranging from all, all around you. And I think, how do you think that, does that benefit you, I guess, as an NFL player or as, you know, in terms of your confidence as an NFL player? Yeah, 100%. Definitely. All confidence, you know, being able to make these plays around them and, you know, you're going back and forth and to see that and just to know that you stand, that you deserve to be here, you know, it just gives you that, that comfort and feeling. I I cannot agree more. You know, experience in the, in the big games um, when they matter that totally helps you. Um, so I I hear this a lot through social media, but I mean, coming from an NFL player probably means a lot more, and I mean, holds a lot more value. What what is on field and off field behavior? And I mean, how does what does that mean to you? You know, when you're performing on the field, obviously there's cameras, there's uh, it's lights, camera, action. You know, there's players, there's a lot of media, and then off the field. Um, so, I mean, what's what's the significance of those two things? Say that again? The, the significance. So, like, I mean, social media, um, playing, I guess, holding value, and you uh, talking about on and off the field behaviors, I guess. How does that well, – what does that mean to you, I guess? I mean, you know, we're always in the spotlight. You know, being a professional athlete, you're always in the spotlight. you got to be aware, critically aware when you're on, on and off the field. So <laughs> – you know, it's really just about Aaron Rodgers always says, you know, carry you carry that G with you everywhere. Which you know, we play with the G on our we're our roommate Packers, so we got the G on our helmet, G on our jersey. You know, you carry it everywhere. You know, people know who you are. You know, honor honor. You know who you work for. Honor you know what you do for a living, and you know you go out just just be smart, be smart on the field, and you know your character says a lot about. Really just holding on, holding good character because, you know, they're quick to judge and hold a story and, you know, people are out to get you. So <laughs> tell me about it. God, people are just, they're, they're just brutal, you know, especially on Twitter. It's, it's, it's toxic. And I mean, how much do you think social media has that much of an influence on the games of football? I mean, I, I would say right off the bat, it, it's got a big influence. And I mean, pe- players are huge influence. There are decisions that, there's decisions that have been made during, you know, over the game of football. There are decisions that have been made, but due to social media, they have to reverse decisions that have been made due to what people have been saying. And, you know, it's crazy. I mean, it's it's outrageous. I mean, they the, the media is calling for, like, conspiracy theories of, like, the refs. I heard something that, you know, some ref was uh, went to Michigan, so he didn't like Ohio State players, and he called, you know, on, on the Super Bowl. He called the uh, penalty. 
in the last last couple seconds like it, it's it's crazy stuff you know what i mean but it's it's some some stuff that could be believable to some people and they take it out of context and they retweet and it's just a massive threat so i mean social media i mean dangerous. It can, it's dangerous it, it's dangerous it can help and then it can also not help so I mean, I'm sure th this next question is probably you definitely can't answer this, but I'm sure you got some inside scoop on Aaron Rodgers. Come on, anything? Question? No, I don't. I don't. The, the way it's looking, they they talking about a lot about you know not the Green Bay Packers, but just the media in general. In general, you know a lot about you know him potentially being traded. So we'll see. I have no idea. You know, he goes on his. You know, he goes on his. You know, his retreats and whatever he needs, you know, as he makes these decisions. So that's where we're all kind of waiting to see. Totally. Let's find out. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm ready to find out. I'm, I'm sure you're ready to find out. Uh, so, I mean, how much has your relationship with Aaron Rodgers, like, how, how has that relationship of trust been developed, you know, between receiver and quarterback? Um, You know, it's been a – it was a, it was crazy. It's crazy to say because you know when I first got here, we didn't really have. He knew I was good. You know he could see what I was. You know my potential, what I was athletically, what I was capable of doing the field when I first got there. You know sort of, and learning his game is like a whole different language. So <laughs> when I first got there, I was ready, performance wise, but athletically, but his his offense. That's the type of offense you gotta. You got to get reps in. You got to get a lot of repetition. And during the season, it's not like camp where they have time to give all the, you know, everybody a lot of reps. You know, it's really out there for an hour, 30 minutes. So, you, you, you know, you get one, you might get four plays a day. You can't screw that up. So, you know, our first year was a very big, big year for growth for me. And, um, you know, I finally got my second year. You know, I did three years with Packers. So, my, my second year, I had the offense down. And, you know, you can see him trusting me more, and he he'll call on me for questions. Like in meetings, he knows I know the answer, so he's coming to me. Like, you know, we our our growth has, has been pretty tremendous, and uh, you know, it's a dope guy to be around. Definitely a dope guy to be around. I mean, he's he's the man. You know, he's one he's won a ring. He's the guy to be around. And I mean, I guess just with with obviously the drop off, Devontae Adams going to Las Vegas Raiders. I mean, you guys had you know, multiple options and you know, you had, you either made plays or you didn't, like you said, it's the brutal part of the NFL, you know what I'm saying? And that's, that's what it was. Um, and you know, the guys that possibly didn't make it got cut or, you know, didn't, didn't make the squad or got back, bounced back down to the practice squad. So, I mean, that's kind of what it was, especially in a season uh, without Devonte Adams. Yeah, totally. So I got two questions left for you. This one's pretty fun. Uh, what's an NFL locker room looking like? What's the music playing uh, before before the games? What gets you guys going? Um, it's it's pretty cool though. It's pretty cool. It's different than it's different than college, I'd say, because um, well, game days. If you ask about game day, I say in particular, you know, you get there, everybody on home games. You know, you could come. There's a mandatory time before the game that you got to be there before. So, like, two hours and 30 minutes before the game, you got to be there. But they don't give you any time limit beyond that. Like, you can come three hours before, four hours, and, you know, you kind of find your zone. And, um, you know, you just get there. We're playing some crunk music, some some future, some some crazy down south music. <laughs> everybody's kind of in their own zone. Though. Our locker room is pretty big. And it's a big circle, so you can kind of see everybody. But, you know, everybody's headphones in type of vibe. 
getting stretched out. But during the during practice and during the regular week, you know, it's a lot of jokes and a lot of everybody's joking around. We got card games. Um, we got a couple gamblers in there. I <laughs> <laughs> was good vibes in the locker room. You know, a lot of conversation. That's what we kind of learn, you guys. You know, build those relationships. Definitely. What what's your what's your routine? You know, what do, what do you do when you sit down in your locker room chair? Um, my routine. I was big on a sauna. I'd sauna at least half the week. You know, I get there early. Sauna, or I go stretch, work out, and go sauna, um, and then go get breakfast, and then kind of start my day. Love that. So I got one more question for you, but once I, uh, when I get, when we go off the air, I got one more additional question. If that's all right, um, once we, I'll, I'll stop the recording after that. So my last question that's on the air: uh, What's your message to kids out there? You know that want that all across the world that and the nation that want to be in your spot, you know, as an NFL receiver working really hard and being successful. Um, what's your biggest piece of advice to kids out there? Um, biggest piece of advice, you know, everybody has their purpose. Everybody has, um, you know, their strengths. I will say, you know, find your strengths, find your, your, your superpowers. You know, everybody has their own superpowers. Everybody's different. Find your superpower, build around that and put the work in, you know, football is, football is a, is a game that's like, it doesn't discriminate, you know, you could be however small you are, you could be however big, but at the end of the day, if you're not putting the work in, it's gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna get overlapped, you're gonna get overlapped, so find your strength, find your purpose, you know, believe in yourself, because that's, that's huge, believe in yourself, and, you know, you'll get to that next level, you know, that's all it's gonna take. Love that, and hard work and work ethic, you know, obviously, being a, being a major part of that. Um, Jawan, uh, I want to thank you so much. I appreciate you for coming on. Um, thank you for coming on Jackson Share Sports Radio. This has been uh, amazing. So, I, I mean, I'll end this episode right now. Uh, I have a couple things to ask. 